This evening we're in Psalm 72. Psalm 72. The book of Psalms is a collection of 150 psalms, as you know. It's divided into five books. As we come to Psalm 72, we're coming to the last psalm that is in book two of the psalms. It's a coronation psalm, a coronation hymn. Psalm 72. Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. He will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains will bring peace to the peoples and the little hills by righteousness. He will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and will break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear you as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the grass before mowing, like showers that water the earth. In his days the righteous shall flourish, an abundance of peace until the moon is no more. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Those who dwell in the wilderness will bow before him, and his enemies will lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles will bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba will offer gifts. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. For he will deliver the needy when he cries, the poor also, and him who has no helper. He will spare the poor and needy, and will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their life from the oppression and violence, and precious shall be their blood in his sight. They shall live, and the gold of Sheba will be given to him. Prayer also will be made for him continually, and daily he shall be praised. There will be an abundance of grain in the earth, On the top of the mountains, its fruit shall wave like Lebanon, and those of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever, and his name shall continue as long as the sun, and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. Like I said, it's a coronation psalm. You may have noticed the language of the king throughout that. In fact, verse 1, Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. You may have noticed that it's a psalm of Solomon. So as we come to this, it's Solomon as he's taking the throne. And in fact, you may remember the, the story of Solomon as, as God offered him. What does he ask God for? Wisdom. You kind of see that coming through in this psalm, even as he's praying, Lord, give me wisdom to do this well. Verse 1, it starts there. That's kind of this, this is, verse 1 is kind of the sum of the psalmist's prayer here. Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. This is a wise king submitted to the Lord. Let this be who I am. As I rule, as I become king, 
Let this be who I am, what I am like. As you work your way through the rest of the psalm then, it's what does this wise king who is submitted to the Lord that we see here in verse 1, what does this look like? And notice in verses 2 to 4, his focus is on the weak. He's a just king. He will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains will bring priests to the people and the little hills by righteousness. He will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and will break in pieces the oppressor. This wise king submitted to the Lord sees and hears and cares for those who are poor, those who are needy, those who are oppressed. Why? Because God cares for those who are needy. God cares for those who are poor. The Lord hears the cry of the oppressed. True justice is justice for all. It's not just justice for those who are rich. It's not just justice for those who are powerful. It's not just justice for those who have connections. True justice is justice for all. It's justice for the poor. For the poor of the people, the children of the needy, the oppressed. The wise king who is submitted to the Lord sees that and he cares for the poor and the needy and the oppressed. Verse 5, they shall fear you as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. To the very end. He's focusing on God's eternal nature and faithfulness. Not just now on, on, on David's son Solomon, but then on all their ancestors to come because God has given a promise to them that there will always be someone from his line on the throne. There is one coming who will be there. And to the end of the age, as long as the sun and the moon endure throughout all generations... As long as God lives, his promises stand. You see that again at the end of verse 7. Even until the moon is no more, he shall prosper. There's abundance here. He shall come down like rain upon grass before mowing, like showers that water the earth for six. In his days the righteous shall flourish. There's an abundance of peace until the moon is no more. As the Lord lives, his promises stand. And the prayer of the psalmist is, let me be a king who is wise, who submits to that. Give the king your judgments, O God. As you go on to verse 8 to 11, you see uh, this kingdom flourishing. The Lord blesses this wise king's faithfulness with prosperity as the testimony, the influence of God's people spreads far and wide. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, from river to the ends of the earth. Those who dwell in the wilderness will bow down before him and his enemies will lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles all the way over to Spain will bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba down in Africa and Arabia will offer gifts. 
from the ends of the earth. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. Why? Because he's such a great king? Because the king is powerful? No. It's because he is a wise and a faithful king who has submitted himself to the Lord. It goes back to verse 1. God had given his people a promise. And as the king leads the people to be faithful, to obey, to submit to the Lord, they will prosper. That is the prayer of this psalm. Let me be a king who leads the people with wisdom and who leads them to submit to you as I submit to you so that these things may come about. Because this I know, that as you live, your promises stand. For he will deliver the needy when he cries again. It goes back to the, to the needy. The poor and the needy. And that's good news. That is good news. That the Lord hears the cry of the needy. The king hears the cry of the needy because the king's God hears the cry of the needy. It's because God cares for them that the king who follows the Lord should care for them. And we are all so needy. The Lord doesn't just regard the rich and the powerful. He cares for the needy. He delivers the needy when he cries. He delivers the needy when he cries. How often does the needy cry? And yet it goes unheeded, overlooked by the world. How often does the needy cry out for help? Do the poor also and him who has no helper? How often do they cry out and they get no help? They're overlooked. They're ignored. They're pushed to the side. But that's not what God does. God heeds the cry of the poor and the needy and the one who has no helper. And therefore, God's king, who is wise and who is submitted to the Lord, will hear the cry and care for the needy. And we, as God's people, should be a people who hear and care for the needy. He will spare the poor and needy. He will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their life from oppression and violence. And precious shall be their blood in his sight. What a passage of verses 12 and 13 and 14. May God open our eyes to the needy. May we be moved. May they be precious to us. And he shall live, verse 15. Again, going back to this prospering abundance under the king, the wise king who submits to the Lord, the gold of Sheba will be given to him. Prayer also will be made for him continually, and daily he shall be praised. 
There will be an abundance of grain in the earth, on the tops of the mountains. His fruit shall wave like Lebanon, and those of the city shall flourish like the grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall continue as long as the sun, as men shall be blessed in him, all nations shall call him blessed. Verse 17 refers to the king, this king who is wise, who is submitted to the Lord, and yet it looks even beyond that king to this king's God. Because as people praise this king and lift his name, what they see behind this king and more important and above this king is this king's God. In fact, that's what you see as you get into verses 18 and 19, the closing doxology of this psalm and really of of book 2. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel. See, that's the king's prayer throughout all of this. Let me be a king who rules like this, a wise God who is submitted to you, and let all these things happen. But most importantly, not so that I'm remembered, written down in history, not so that my name endures forever, But most importantly to the end, that blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. Do you believe that? That he is the God who only does wondrous things? There's days when that's hard to believe, is it not? If we were to find ourselves in Afghanistan right now this evening, that would be hard to believe, would it not? That that this is the God who, who only does wondrous things? But he is. And everything that he does is wondrous because his ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are far beyond ours. He sees the big picture. He knows exactly what is going on. He is the God who only does wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. It's an interesting psalm to to preach because it is the prayer of a king. It's a coronation psalm. I think there's application for us. This king's desire is to be wise, to be submitted to God, to live his life, what God has called him to, to do it well. We're not Israelites. We're not, at least I don't think there's any royalty in here. But we can have this same mindset. Lord, give me wisdom. Help me to live submitted to you. To have this mindset, whether I'm an accountant or a mechanic, uh, a school bus driver, uh, in construction, whatever my job may be, may I be wise and submitted to the Lord. To the end, that blessed be my God who only does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory.
May that be our overarching desire as we are faithful in what the Lord has called us to. You don't have to be a king to be faithful. Be faithful to what the Lord has called you to. Be faithful to his word. Because he is a faithful God. And as long as he lives, his promises stand. And he is eternal. I hope that's an encouragement to you this evening. I hope that that's a challenge to you this evening as well. I know it has been uh, to me. It's one of those psalms where I started off at the beginning of the week and I looked at it and I thought, man, I have no idea what I'm going to do with that. It's a coronation. <laughs> but the more I prayed over it and studied it, uh, the more the Lord encouraged me through Psalm 72. And I hope it's been an encouragement to you as well. We're going to take some prayer requests now.